Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hat Jam, the podcast where each episode sees a new guest put through their musical paces by playing the fantastic comfort zone eliminating songwriting game, Hat Jam. Hat Jam! I'm your host, Cav Templey from Eskimo Joe and other such places. And this week, we will be joined by Sarah McLeod. Hello, Sarah. How are you? (laughs) And how does the audience feel about that? Uh, We've also got Studio Cat in the room who will be enlightening us. She's the audience. She is the audience. She's going to be enlightening us with musical facts, keeping time so we don't spiral out of control like musicians like to do, and also pressing pause. For those joining us for the first time, uh, Hat Jam is a songwriting game where we ask our guests to put two names of songs and artists that they're inspired by into our hat. We then draw out one name to inspire our chorus and one name to inspire our verse. If our guest panics at any point, they can draw a card from the wild card deck, which is filled with the ideas designed to throw spanners in the works of our songs. By the end of this episode, we would have completed a full song in the form of a scratch demo, and we basically capture the key elements of the song. It's not the final big radio song you hear. It's just the kind of like the best bits so you can understand the song. So that's where we're going to end up. We are actually broadcasting today from Sarah's Jam Room, which is amazing because this is a podcast about songwriting. Um, and really, this is where you write your songs. This is your magical space where this it all happens. It. Yep. Um, tell me, I have a question. When do the ideas come for you? Uh, well, they never come when you want them to come. I know that much. They usually come when you decide it's time to knock off. I find I can, I, I can sit there and try and think and think and think and the harder I think I, I won't, the pressure that I put on myself, I, I can't get the idea and then I'll go, you know what, fuck it, I'm not even going to do it, I'm going to the pub and then the minute I walk out the door I'll go, oh, I know. <laughs> you, you snuck up on the song unsuspectingly. Yeah, it, yeah. It, likes, it, it, it likes to go out into the outside world and get some fresh air, it likes new input and it likes to feel like there's no pressure on it to come up with anything. Mm. That's when it goes, oh, good, now I can relax. Likes to do exercise, go to the pub, just, it, it does, just normal yeah. things. Yeah. And collaboration. I mean, obviously, you have been in the Super Jesus for a long time. There's been a few people who've come and gone in your lineup, you know, through the years. Um, is, is Super Jesus, you know, feel, we can edit out any of this stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> is Super Jesus a very collaborative process for you or do you write a lot of the stuff and just kind of present it to the band and say, this is what you're playing, bitches? <laughs> Well, it's been different over the years because of the different lineup. Sure. Uh, the first record was me and the guitarist Chris, and like sort of, you know, it, no one was really allowed to go anywhere near that songwriting cocoon. It was like, that's our turf, here's the song. Uh, and then the second record, Jet Age, then became more of a collaborative thing, but it was mostly me and Tim Henwood, the new guitarist. Yes, Tim, I've met Tim, met loves Tim. Kiss. Yeah, he loves Kiss. I know and he loves Ace Freely. It's awful. Yeah. Um, they all love Kiss. Everyone in my band loves Kiss. It's, it's so bad. All they talk about in the car is Kiss. 
You should see how much they talk about Kiss. My it's friend ma- Clayton loves Kiss, and if you bring up Kiss, it's like he gets transported into another world, oh. which I can't join him in. But oh, he yeah. should come and ride in my van. He can take my place, and I'll take the bus. Anyway, so um, I wrote a lot with Tim, and the other guys started writing a bit for that record. So I wrote a few songs with Ruddy. Yep, which was a first. Um, and then on rock music, um, it was more me and Ruddy. Now we're kind of opening it up to the other guys to say what. Would you like to join us? This is the first time we've actually extended the olive branch to the whole band. So, so far we've got zippity doo so that's working great. <laughs> it's, it's a really tricky thing finding that balance of how people, that chemistry of how people work in a room. I know that, you know, in Eskimo Joe, we um, split all our songwriting equally um, and I, I'm still usually that guy who comes up with the initial idea, but by the time we've finished with it, we have an Eskimo Joe song. Um, and it, But it's really hard to define at what point who stepped in and did what but the times where we've all sat in a room together and went right let's write this record and stared at each other it's been the shittest songwriting experiences we've had but yeah because we if don't you, do that either because it's, hard, it's isn't like it? i mean i think people romanticize that that's how it works but it's actually horrible horrible especially when you've got four people and everyone's standing up with electrics and a drum kit if you're sitting around with acoustics maybe but when it's really loud and everyone's just banging over each other going, what about this and no one's listening to each other and you know, people, I'm not saying my band because we don't do this, but I find it's you've got more of a inclination to just play what you think is cool rather than what's the best thing for the song. So let's let's get into Hat Jam. Are you ready, Sarah McLeod, to play yeah. Hat so Jam? Can I ask you a couple of questions? Yes. Um, so you pick something out of the hat. Yes. And say if, uh, first we go for like a verse, we pick something out. We have a look at what the song is and then we have a listen to the song. Yep. Um, and if you decide that you don't have any ideas for it, you go for a wild card, which yeah. will bury you further because they yes. are designed <laughs> to increase the level of difficulty. That's right. Right. So it's like a penalty for not coming up with something quickly. So I think the moral of the story is swing on the first pitch. It doesn't matter who you're hitting. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but you <laughs> know, matter where you aim. Think of it like a game of Monopoly, you know, like you're going to pull that chance card and sometimes you're going to get 200 bucks and sometimes you're going to have to pass go and not collect $200. So. Oh, God, okay. Sarah's now going to write down the names of two artists and bands that she loves and place them into a hat that is already filled with a whole lot of names. What's the first name that you put into the hat today? I've actually I've got it here. You can yeah. you can read it out for us if you like. Uh, okay. oh, I love it. I gave Excellent. a good, nice, obvious one. Yeah, no, Kids it's... in America, Kim Wilde. Uh, that's a wicked choice. Why why did you choose that song? Uh, because I feel like I've been trying to write Kids in America my whole life. It's, it's uh, every time I go, this one's going to be Kids in America. Okay, maybe not this one. This one will be Kids in America. I think we all so have we joke. all have we all have that song, and and I reckon every decade, you know, it moves to another song. The second uh, name that you have picked is Little Anthony and the Imperials, who I don't know anything about, which is fantastic. Tears on my pillow. Can you explain this song and why? You picked it. Uh, okay, because it's uh, just the classic 50s chord progression. Love it. Which um, I just, I, I personally really like because you can, you can sing anything over it. Um, you know how there are those four chords that make the classic hit chorus? You mm-hmm. know how there's mm-hmm. the, some band did a, a mashup of it. It was like, oh, yeah, look yeah, how many fl- songs yeah, we yeah. can do over the this. The Packerbill Cannon thing, yeah. Whatever those four chords are. In the 50s, they yep. had a different four chords. Fantastic. And it's, the, it's the 50s four chord blues that every song had fantastic um and i love it and that one just does it really well it's a cute song awesome well 
I hope I hope we pull these names out of the hat. But I'm going to. Sh- I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm, I'm shuffling the hat right now. Um, now, Sarah McLeod. We are going to pull our first name out of the hat, and this is no, going- they're not my sleeve. <laughs> this is going to be. Am I doing it? Yeah, you're pulling it out. Okay. Have you pulled oh. that? You pulled out your own one. I pulled out Kim my own one. Yes. But wait, how did I? F- I promise you, I that was not rigged. That's I can see okay. It. I love it. Kim- you saw me. I looked away. I, I, I saw you. It wasn't rigged, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, yeah, we get another try. <laughs> yes. Let's also have a listen to what's going on in the songwriting. Looking out a dirty old window, down below the cars in the street go rushing by. I sit here alone and. I wonder why A Friday night everyone's moving I can feel the heat but it's soothing Heading down I search for the beat And this downtown the young ones are growing Downtown the young ones are growing Where the kids in America Whoa, where the kids in America Whoa Everybody live for the music go round. It starts with a synthy bass line. Duk, 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 duk. Yeah. Kind of four on the floor. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is just for the verse though, isn't it? This is just our verse at the yeah. moment. Okay. She's kind of lyrically, to me, she's, she's, uh, she's describing the place and time. She's like, you know, on the dirty old streets and this and this because she's leading up to the chorus, which is where, where the kids in America. So she's kind of, she's setting the scene. Yep. So our verses are like, you know, we've got a, we've got a thumping, uh, you know, bass line. We've got a four on the floor uh, and we've got a, some lyrics which are basically gonna, describing where we are. So R.A.K. Records boss Mickey Most heard Wilde singing on a backing track that Ricky, her brother, Ricky Wilde, had written and he was really keen to have her sing on something. Ricky was pretty excited about this so he raced home and wrote this song in one day. Oh. He wrote it on a Wasp synthesizer and his dad... I think it's Marty Wilde. Yeah, Marty Wilde. He was responsible for writing the lyrics. They had everything, I think, but the chorus when they first went into the studio. Everything but the chorus. Wow. Wow. I love it. When, when did they write the chorus? He wrote the chorus at the last minute in the studio. He, he came up with the chorus. At the, that's like where the kids in America. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. That's the part. That's the shit. That sung after the song's title was originally meant to be the guitar lick of the song as opposed to... Oh, well, wow, that thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Whoa, yep. well, that makes sense. Yep. All right, so I'm going to You're put... a fan of that, surely. Whoa. <laughs> never never heard of it. Um, <laughs> heard you doing that before. I just like try and get that into every song I ever write. <laughs> um, I, let's let's get a four on the floor. Let's get a wasp-like synthesizer going... Wop, 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 yes. wop, 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 and let's come up with some lyrics. Okay. So I was thinking... Um, yes. Do you want to do that first before no, I no. talk topics? No, no, you... you t- Talk topics. Talk, okay. Yes. Uh, okay, because you know how I've been sitting here telling you all about my insecurities and, yeah. and how long the list is. Yes. Um, and how when I go to write something, I usually try and flip it so it looks like I'm the legend, even though it's probably <laughs> yes. me that made the mistake. Yeah, that's like all of my songs. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, let's go for this one then with reckless abandon in a total um, uh, brazen, unbridled, fictitious confidence. Okay, I love it. Yep. And call it killing it. Killing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's And just go. have it all about all of the ways that um, I don't care anymore because I'm going to be fucking unreal and 
There's nothing you can do about it. So killing it, we're gonna we're going for before we've even written our song, we're gonna go for a tentative title. Yeah. Which is killing it. And now maybe like um, I don't know when we get to the chorus part, maybe we can you know loop killing it, but maybe have some sort of BV that goes bang bang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, we're gonna have a different inspiration for the chorus, right? We are, but you know what? That's okay. We can just while let's see what comes while, up while we're running yeah. with it. Killing it can still be the title of our whole song. Sting has this thing where. When he writes his songs, he'll start with a title and he'll always write the whole entire song around the title. So that's his parameters. You I know? think that's the best way. And so we have, it might not end up at this song, but our, our working title is Killing It. Yeah, we're going to use that until it's dead. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so let's go out the back, have a beer, workshop some lyrics and see what we come up with. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sing it long. One, two, three, four. This time I don't give a fuck about what people say. Dig my jam boots and all. It's the only way. The devil on my shoulder has shot light years ahead. I'm killing it till I'm dead. Yeah. Okay. I fucking love that. That's 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 our verse, man. That's, cool, that's our fucking verse. Yeah. It's written. Um, I just, um, as opposed to, because you were going into like a like a like more of a classic kind of blues, and then you were doing some minors in there, yeah. which is what we do as guitarists. Like we always have. That's our, not what Kim Wilde would do. That's not what because she would have yeah. been like, I don't even play the fucking keyboard. Yep, yep, yep. I'll let my daddy do it. <laughs> <laughs> daddy, write me a chorus. Because um, that's how she talks. She's a Southern belle. Yeah. Um, is she? I don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> she is now. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was just hanging on the on the on the D for a lot longer, this and time and, then, and then I'll, and then I'd go down to the G. And then, and then I was gonna, and then I was going back up to the D, and going something. Give a fuck. And then, and then just, to, and then I, this time I go to the A and the G. So. Okay, so just stick on the three chords. Yeah. Okay, let's tweak that melody better. All right. Devil on my shoulder has shot light years away. I'm killing it. Uh, sorry, I'm uh, killing kill- it. Till I'm dead. Oh, I shot like years ahead. Okay. I feel like it's I'm killing it. Yeah. Like that's me being super bitching. Yeah, yeah. Just slaying shit all over yeah, town. Yeah. I'm going to do that for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, cool. So so I've got to do it till I'm dead. Yeah, till, till I'm dead. If I'm killing it like I'm dead, then it's a t- that's like a different, yeah. that's the undead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which I'm, I'm okay for. I'm killing it. Till I'm dead. Till, till I'm dead, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Sarah McLeod, uh, we have pulled Kim Wilde, Kids in America, out of the hat as our verse. We've written a verse, just smashed it out in five seconds because, you know, professionals yep. putting their heads down, getting some getting some work done. Kim Ripoff that I've been yep. looking for my whole life. <laughs> and, and look, this maybe you finally, maybe you're finally going to write that. But 
we're going we're gonna to throw a spanner in the works. We're now going to draw our second name out of the hat. And once we've done that, we're going to try and stitch our two ideas together and see if they actually work. See how we need to maneuver the chords, change things around to make them, make them fit. Such but, a weird idea. <laughs> Bastardizing our profession. I know, but hey. <laughs> okay, so I'll look over here. Okay. Let's see what have we got? Drum roll, please. Oh, Graceland, Paul Simon. Holy shit! I Fuck. love, I okay. love Paul Simon Graceland. Same. Um, now, how does the chorus that go? Well, the Mississippi Delta shining like a national guitar. And I'm following the river down the highway through the cradle of the Civil War. Graceland, Graceland, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm going to Graceland. And poor boys and pilgrims with families, we are going to Graceland. And my traveling companion is nine years old. He is a child of my first marriage. Another reason to. All will be received in the Graceland. I, for me, this is a really special song because uh, when I had my first child, Hunter, um, every time it was time to put him to bed, I would always sing him to bed, and for some reason, I ended up singing Graceland to him every single time. And I don't even know if I remembered the lyrics. And so, in our family, this has become like a really special song that you know that I would sing this to the kids. This is your suggestion, then. This is my suggestion. Okay, great. I, I put this in the hat because cool. I, I do love Paul Simon. Um, but let's... I love Paul Simon too. I'm thinking Chevy Chase. Well, yeah. Well, you can call me Al. I mean, I was also a big Chevy Chase fan, so that's Same. why it was a big deal for me. But um. He, of course, he got this band from this Soweto jive uh, band from Africa to be his backing band, and the bass, the bass player is like, like a lead bass player in this, which is pretty, which normally I would shun, but it works on this. Mm. It's just pounding dun. on the one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're we're back on the floor and the floor. Okay, so we've got to take the the bassist to start hitting on the one. It does boom, boom, boom half time, boom, boom, killing it, killing it. Killing it. I think with this song, the way they do it is it's like it's it's moving along like this, and then when it gets to the um, the chorus, it's kind of got this and lyrically, uh, Graceland. He's using this metaphor of like going to Graceland, which is Elvis's freaking house. You know, it's just a cheesy. I don't know if you've ever been to Graceland before, no. but it's a really weird experience. Like it's it's a this mansion, obviously he built, um, but. In a, I don't know, we've got these like kind of cheap brick and tiles that were made in, in the 80s in Perth where we live um, and they've all got really like small ceilings and Graceland's kind of like a weird cheap brick and tile mansion. You go in there and all the ceilings are really small. Really? And, and, it, and he renovated it every year um, and it's now stuck in the point in time. Renovated of, every year, so it's just be constantly being renovated. Well, like, it's not the renovation. So he it, he re because um, it takes a year to just, renovate just, something. No, no, not not the renovation. He he redesigned the interior every year. So there was like so uh, when he died, like the whole entire carpet is shag pile. So it's like shag pile floors, walls, and ceiling. That. Oh yeah, possibly. But <laughs> she says sneezing. Just you know. 
because that's <sighs> what would happen if you had a shag pile room. The you minute would, anybody moves, you yeah, would start to sneeze. That's right. Apparently, disrupted the shag pile. Apparently, Elvis <laughs> recorded a whole record in there. Studio Cat, have you got any um, fact tidbits for us? singer's thoughts during a road trip to Graceland after the failure of his marriage. Um, there's not too much detail other than ex-wife Carrie Fisher has suggested the song referred to a part of their relationship as well. He, he was with Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher? Who? Paul Simon. Paul Simon was, was freaking Carrie Fisher. Wow. Wow. Weird coupling. Yeah. Yeah. What we have so far is that we fucking rule and we don't care what anybody <laughs> says because that's the key to happiness because uh, we are killing it. Bang, bang. Oh, the key to ha- so the key to happiness. So that's got to be our destination. Uh, our destination's got to be like we're killing it because we've found the key to happiness and the key to happiness is, you know, we're going to this famous place. I'm going to make my way to the top because that's what people said. I'm killing it till I'm dead. Like I'm, I'm, uh, so he's, he's actually kind of staying on this thing and going... Traveling to the pearly gates, and I'm killing it till I'm dead. Look my way to the promised land, killing it till I'm dead. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Check. Million dollars. Tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Make my way to the promised land, killing it till I'm dead. I work my magic where I can, <laughs> killing it till I'm dead. <laughs> yep, let's write that down. Um, uh, all my clothes are secondhand. <laughs> That's actually a nice line. <laughs> oh, what about all my clothes are secondhand? It's beauty born and bred because I'm killing it till I'm dead. Yeah, that's nice. All my clothes are secondhand, beauty born and bred. Okay, so go from the top of it. Two, three, four. I make my way to the promised land, killing it till I'm dead. I work my magic where I can Cause I'm killing it till I'm dead Why don't you, instead of starting on the C And going to the E minor Why don't you start on the B All my clothes are second hand Yeah, that's much cooler Killing it till I'm dead And then do the D there Cause I'm killing it Yeah Till I'm dead Yeah. Yeah, cool One, two, three, four This time I don't give a fuck About what people say I'll dig my jam boots and all Cause it's the only way The devil on my shoulder Has shot light years ahead And I'm killing it Till I'm dead Make my way to the promised land Killing it till I'm dead Work my magic where I can I'm killing it till I'm dead All my clothes are second hand I'm beauty born and bred Cause I'm killing it Bang bang Till I'm dead <laughs> Yeah Yeah okay. Sarah McLeod, how's it going? How are you feeling about the whole process so far? It's fun. Good. Yeah, it's Excellent. ridiculous, but it's fun. It is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. So we've now got a verse and a chorus, but alas, a verse and a chorus are not a song. We still need to write a second verse and we might need to write a bridge. For those people who are listening who don't know what a bridge is, it's also called a middle eight because it's usually in the middle of the song and it's usually about eight bars long. This is something where, you know, it's, it can sound like you're going to a whole new place 
or it can be sound like the chorus has just gone for a little bit longer. But really the idea is to keep the people's interest. You know, if you've been listening to the song the whole time, a bridge usually comes in at that right time where you just need the song to lift and go somewhere else. What I'd like to do now, we've written our verse, we've written our chorus. They sound fucking mint, if you ask me. Um, but I'd like you to come back and uh, obviously we need to write another lyrics for another verse, maybe sneak a bridge in there at some point in time. Mm. But I'd like you to come back and perform this as Sarah McLeod. So we've pretended to be Kim Wilde. We've pretended to be, um, you know, Paul Simon. Now I'd like you to perform this song as if you were stepping on stage to play this and it was your song and you really, really cared about it. Bang, bang, killing it.
So, Sarah McLeod. Caviar. We have completed our journey, which is Hat Jam. Mm. How are you feeling about the whole experience? Okay, well, I walked into this with an um, extraordinary amount of trepidation, <laughs> <laughs> um, fear and anxiety. Fantastic. Uh, I tried to just be quiet and play along and do as I was told. <laughs> and then I thought, fuck it, let's just go for it and have a good time and it doesn't matter. You know, We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. Let's just do something fun. And then when we dropped our, um, you know, fear and our guard and went, yep. you know, let's let's just be brazen, then um, it actually was a ridiculously pleasant experience. Good. Excellent. And I thought that you guided me well and I thought we bounced off each other um, in a vigorous fashion, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. I feel like I'm overcoming my fears um, by convincing myself that I'm better than I am because I've been singing I'm killing it so <laughs> you I'm are, dead all You day. are killing it. <laughs> You are freaking killing it. Um, so yeah, it's fake it till you make it, baby. That's what this song's all about. It is. Uh, and look, the song is amazing. And what I what blows me away every time I do this is that you spend all this time kind of just not taking it too seriously in the lyrics. And you know, we're writing like you know, killing it. You know, killing it. You know, which is a funny lyric in itself. Yeah. But when you started performing it as Sarah Cloud, McLeod and not as Paul Simon or as Kim Wilde. It's actually a really cool song and and the lyrics sound so much more profound than when we were just kind of mucking about because we weren't taking it too seriously. Well, you know, the thing is that if you sit there long enough, it doesn't matter what you start with. If you sit there long enough, you eventually get to something that's, um, you know, cohesive and real. I, I once saw, I don't want to go on a tangent here, but I mm. once saw this um, ABBA documentary and it was Benny or Bjorn, I don't know, one of, the, one of the guys, was saying that songwriting is like sitting in front of a cupboard and waiting for the monster to come out and you have to sit there all day and wait and wait. But if you lose interest and go to the bathroom, sure as God made little green apples, that monster is going to come out and go all over the room and quickly shut himself back in and you come out and go, where were we? And nothing. It's just about absolute persistence. Sarah McLeod, it's been an absolute pleasure. Before we go... Can you plug your pluggables for us? Where can we find you on the internet and all those places? Uh, on the uh, super exciting internet machine. Okay, well, my website's sarahmcleod.com.au. That's easy. My Facebook is Sarah McLeod Official. I guess it's got the word Facebook in there somewhere, you know, Official. Twitter, Sarah McLeod and number one. And Instagram is Sarah McLeod and the number one. So, ladies number and gents. One. <laughs> And you can find us at these places. You can find us at a place in your heart. So Just this, keep digging. <laughs> this is Cab Templey and Sarah McLeod signing off. We're going to sit here and continue to stare at the cupboard until another monster comes out. Yep. But in the meantime, enjoy. Thank you very much for listening. This was Hat Jam. Hat Jam. Hat If you're interested in hearing more about any of the artists on Hat Jam, then please head to our Facebook page, Instagram or website and follow the links. You can find Cav Temperley on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cav Temperley or www.cavtemperley.com.au or follow us directly on at hatjam underscore podcast. This has been a Temperley production. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.